So I had this idea uh, for our <laughs> intro for tonight. Florida uh, theories. Like, no, the, uh, the <laughs> like before music kicks in and everything, uh, doing a script similar to Dustin's when we did the, uh, the final Star Wars episode. And you just I, didn't want to share it with us? No, I just didn't do it because <laughs> oh, okay. I was really lazy. We're basically, we were going to like, it doesn't really matter. Um, because I got lazy and didn't do it. And this weekend was really tiring. It was Father's Day weekend, so I didn't feel like doing it. So that's my bad. I apologize, guys. I got to cut the cut the grass. It was great. Father's Day. <laughs> oh, is that what you did for Father's Day? <laughs> I played, nice. played softball and cut the grass. Nice. So how was everyone else's Father's Day? Did it go well? James, happy Father's Day. Yeah. You're muted. You're muted. You're still muted. Muted. I hit that unmute button like three times. I just You're did not want to unmute. Yeah. But yeah, I got to watch Mario for like the second time and then got to watch a bunch of clips of it. Gabe is obsessed now. Nice. Nice. So. His first obsession. Aw. Yeah. Are you proud? Are you yes, is that I a am, proud actually. dad moment? Yes. I, I wish he would be like more into like Ghostbusters. Well, we have been watching a lot of like real Ghostbusters, but I can't get him into Power Rangers as much. One day. Yeah, so one day. I mean, he's what? Three? Two. Two? Two? All right. Well, yeah. he's not there yet. Don't worry. He'll get there. I mean, I didn't get Aaron, how was your father's say? Are, are you are you fantastic? I am indeed. I am indeed. Yeah. That is fantastic. You it had a good great, father's man. day. Excellent. I had a solid like five hour nap. It was great. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I got, to, I got to. I will say, I got to sleep in. <laughs> Never mind. Aaron's. Aaron's got to go, guys. Bye, Aaron. It's nice having you. Yeah. <laughs> it was fun. It was fun, guys. Definitely, definitely got to sleep in that morning. It was good. Welcome back to Centerway Society. We are done with reacts because the flash was garbage and we are moving back into fan theories. We're super excited for this episode, but first I, I got to say something. I got to get it off my chest because I feel a little bad. Um, a couple weeks ago uh, when we were doing our pre-show chat, Rob um, murdered a man. I did. Um, Dustin told us that a few of his coworkers we're mad at us. You see, we put together an episode about Kevin Smith and our journey up to New Jersey and back. And I entitled it There and Back Again, A Podcast Tale. Because I thought it was just a clever title. Well, apparently some of Dustin's co-workers got mad because it was not an episode about The Hobbit or Lord of the Rings. So I would like to take a moment and apologize to them and for your benefit and your benefit alone, we are doing a Lord of the Rings episode. We so are apologizing by talking apologizing. about stuff we don't know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. We're going to ruin so, it for you and make so it worse. Let's yeah. bring the guys in. He once challenged a Balrog to an arm wrestling match. It's James. Yeah, my arm still hasn't healed, by the way, guys. And I, I, I want my, my flowers back. None of y'all sent me get well soon flowers. Nothing. So why would you want them back? I don't know. I lost you, were <laughs> <it there. laughs> you were asking for it, James. Yeah. 
He once walked into the Green Dragon, outdrank all the hobbits before going off to smoke with Gandalf. It's Dustin. Yeah, what's up? <laughs> he would have gone to the end with Frodo through the fires of Mordor. It's Jordan. I don't know what the fuck that means. <laughs> <laughs> it was in Fellowship of the Ring. This, by the way, Jordan is the what? Jordan is the Dustin of this episode. I have no so, fucking idea what, what any of this shit is. What does that even mean? <laughs> you really? This all started from like our Harry Potter episodes, Dustin. Yes. You know that, so yeah, it's your fault. All right. So, but we also, due to the fact, due to the fact that Jordan and potentially James, I don't know how much James knows about Lord of the Rings. I don't know. Shit. I am. Not, he's not literate you, when it comes you, to Lord of the Rings. Just you don't that. know anything about it. Just yeah. you don't know anything <laughs> I know, about it. I know a bunch, but I don't know everything. Let's put it that way. Okay, he knows that the trees walk. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we felt we potentially needed a ringer for this episode, oh, and gosh. we we found someone, and he makes Tom Bombadil look like a blockheaded breast girdle from Hard Bottle. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome Damn. to the podcast. Force Ghost Aaron. Aaron, <laughs> welcome to the show. Force Ghost What's narrator up? Aaron. He's not, hey, he, thanks he's for not, having me, guys. He's not in the physical presence. He's, it's still just a boy. <laughs> here. He's just sort of here. He's like hanging around. Uh, for those of you who don't know Aaron, uh, he was our epic voice guy for our Star Wars month. And, uh, but Dustin told us that he is also a very big fan of Lord of the Rings. So we thought, let's bring him on the show proper. Versus yeah, let's, just let's recording. See, let's bring... Let's bring someone that actually knows about the fucking stories in the movie yeah, <laughs> and put him idea. on the spot. Also, put Dustin, the spot. Dustin, real quick, did yeah. you get his invoices uh, settled through the company LLC? I, I gotta go, guys. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll answer for him. No, no, no invoices have crossed well, my desk. Damn it! We're we're still negotiating. Come on, guys. <laughs> it's only been done for a month. So, Aaron, yeah. which do, which did you like better? Did you are you more of a book guy or are you more of a movie guy? You know, I, I got to say the movies just because I, I kind of marathon them at least like once a month. Uh, Are you fucking kidding? Yeah, I'm when, that guy. I'm when that they, guy. When I'm they told me. Once a decade. <laughs> the extended when, editions also, by the way. The, they t- Look, <laughs> when they told me that the fucking movies, the regular cuts were nine hours, I almost cried. And then they were like, but you got to watch the extras because it's like 12. And I'm like. Fuck you guys. No, I'm not doing that. <laughs> and you watch them once a month? Once a month, man. Oh, my now, God. You gotta, granted, like, at this point, they're, I kind of put them on for background noise. You know, like, I'll be working and I'll have Is it? Is straight. it during that certain time of the month? <laughs> Let's no, not no, go there. No, not that, not that time of the month. Hey, um, I know this isn't a visual medium, but Aaron, show them the tattoos. Oh, all right. Yeah, show me the so, tattoos that I'm not going to understand uh, what they mean. I've got the, Ooh, the tree of Gondor. It's the tree that walks. Then I've got oh, the, the broken sword on this side. Yeah. Nice. I've got the the rune that Gandalf draws on <laughs> Bilbo's door on this arm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So 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 that's that's, that's he's tatted right he's there. tatted it up with some with some L O T R guys. <laughs> that's right. God damn! I yeah. feel I I feel inadequate at the moment but let's move on shall we so let's do the theories who's ready for some theories i guess i'm ready to sit back and take it all in and just be the comic relief of this episode so (laughs) that sounds great so aaron you said you had a couple 
on deck for yourself that you you did you did more work for this episode than jordan and james combined so <laughs> wait for this episode or for any episode for just this episode i was about okay. to say hold on he probably james, you he probably james, outranks we me know for every you episode. have like james we know you have like 30 episodes in the can right now so that just for this particular episode alone. okay james might be the hardest working man in podcasting like in all honesty what the fuck? How many episodes do you have in reserve, Rob? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's not get into this. Let's get into the show. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to go there. Who edits the show? Who schedules the show? Who plans when we're getting motherfucker hardest worker in podcasting? Dude, All even, I do is you know research what? stuff online. So I'm not Dustin, Dustin. Dustin, even the week he wasn't here, he set the fucking show up for <laughs> Dustin. No longer my favorite kid. Oh. No! Bobby is no. back to being my favorite kid. Damn it. <laughs> I'm going to make you that macaroni art next it, week. Here he comes. <laughs> All right, Aaron, sorry. The- <laughs> Aaron, this is the kind of insanity that you can expect for being on this show. Um, so I know you have a couple that you uh, found. Is there anything you want to kick off with? So, okay, let me ask you guys. You want to start with like a bombshell or you want to ease into this? So you're saying you have a keys unlocked doors type of uh, type of theory? <laughs> do you have a, do, do you know the reference, Aaron? I, uh, I feel like okay. I do, but the, I'm not. Let's let's for those who are new to the show, the keys unlocked door theory. It stems from a theory that was so dumb <laughs> that we now. It was during a Harry Potter episode. It was a good theory. It was just that part of the theory was ridiculous. You, you started you, off strong. You but started so strong. You know, keys, doors. They unlocked prison, them. They prisoners. Them. Yeah. 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 That's when you lost. And they're silver. And they're silver. <laughs> yeah. So, he, but now all dumb theories are now keys unlocked doors theories. Yep. So if you have a keys unlocked doors theory, Bring we got to have it. <laughs> all right. All right. They, so yeah. I'm going to kick it off with with uh someone that's already been mentioned old tom bombadil there you go okay Who the fuck is that <laughs> he's the chuck norris of the uh lord of the rings universe i think I that's how that's <laughs> kind of how it doesn't explain i'm gonna to be us. hold on i'm gonna be googling all this while y'all talk. <laughs> no that i mean that's fair right because tom bombadil is not in any of the movies like he's only actually seen in the books right um and so real quick setup for for who he is right sam mary frodo uh yeah Yeah. they left the shire right they're going through the old forest and at some point mary and pippin get attacked by a tree (laughs) of course uh, they get attacked by a fucking tree (laughs) at least three times a book it's it's a quota um (laughs) but no uh so they get attacked by a tree frodo's freaking out but he met this dude named tom bombadil and tom bombadil walks up and he's basically like oi get off of him and the tree's like oh my bad all right so he backs off um yeah yeah so they hang out with tom for a second but so he he's this crazy guy like he's super whimsical he's he calls himself jolly old tom a lot it's kind of (laughs) weird um but the 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 question that everyone has that reads the books is who the heck is tom bombadil okay so i'm gonna take you guys on a quick journey all right worthy of Gandalf, no, I can't. I can't hype. Oh much. my god! But uh, <laughs> real, real quick before before you get into that, I yeah. just fucking Google searched this fucking <laughs> image that comes up. This looks like a guy that would drink a beer with you, yeah. cut firewood, but also might be your uncle who's a little handsy sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
It's kind of super valid. Oh, oh my shit. god! <laughs> I just looked it up. Oh my god! Yeah, I think he's described as like a blue coat and yellow yeah. boots. Yeah, <laughs> it's and, very out of place. And in Lord of the Rings, monster or mountain monsters. Yeah, and in Lord of the Rings, man, they treat him almost like he's like John Wick. Like everybody's talking about him, and they treat him like the Bobby Yaga or something. <laughs> the whole time anytime something happens they're like oh man tom to be fair he's he's season. wearing this thick ass fucking blue like bathrobe in the woods <laughs> <laughs> and he has a he has a elf wife i think it's a, his wife named goldberry oh my god which is oh, interesting man. but anyway nice. yeah so so tom right like when he talks about himself he he's he says that he was there so all right, I'm going to say this and then give it a little bit of context. He says that he was there when the first songs were sung, right? And so in the mythology of Lord of the Rings, right, um, similar to like the Christian story of creation where God spoke the universe into creation, um, Eru had his Valar sing the universe into creation. And so when he's saying mm-hmm. that he was there when the first songs were sung, right? So already he's he's saying that he is as old as at least the very first beings ever created by the the god level being in lord of the rings so this dude is old right like old old he predates um, the fucking universe right and he, he calls himself the eldest with like no context like he's not like the eldest of all of the creations he's just saying he just says i am the eldest so he okay. he's, he's basically <laughs> claiming to be the oldest thing in this universe right um and so when he's interacting with the hobbits at one point like he he kind of everything he says is kind of like has a playful twinge to it um and so he's he's like asking frodo about the rings like oh what's that what's that let me see it and frodo's frodo's like ah you don't want this you don't want none of this (laughs) you don't want the smoke but uh he he hands tom the ring right and and tom he handles it with no effect to him he puts the ring on no effect he doesn't disappear he d- he doesn't get angry or like smeagolish um he can see frodo when frodo puts the ring on and he even tosses the ring up in the air at one point and it just disappears and then he does the old like literal magician's trick where he like kind of pulls it out of his ear and he's like haha here it is gotcha so he's he's completely just unaffected by the ring like completely it's almost like he's outside of the laws and the rules of like the Tolkien universe that that is set up right so um and still uh, serves no purpose in the story (laughs) (laughs) right right and so like handling the ring with no effect is something that even someone on the level of like Gandalf couldn't do right like Gandalf yeah. multiple times in the story is like do not give me that ring under any circumstances he's like that's when I go for the hookers stop <laughs> <laughs> straight up GTA Gandalf I like <laughs> um so it's like at least on on like a power level he's up there with the the top top beings in in all of the universe um and even even Peter Jackson um in a 
I think I'm, I hope I get this quote right, but in, in one of the uh, interviews that he did, he said that he didn't put Tom Bombadil in the movies because he just couldn't, he didn't fit the tone and the mood for the movie. So it's like, he doesn't fit into the rules or the laws of the universe. He doesn't fit into the mood of the story at all. Nobody knows what to do with this guy. He's just kind of there. He just to exists. Be, so, to be fair, there's a lot of walking, and this guy looks like he's never walked a day in his fucking life. <laughs> he picks like water lilies or something. <laughs> he just floats. <laughs> right. So, so here's my theory. I theorize that Tom Bombadil is an avatar for Tolkien himself injecting himself into his own universe. Oh, that would make so much sense. Yeah, he's almost like having fun with it. And he's like, all right, I'm gonna put myself in this story. But because he's the author, right, he would be there when the songs were first sung. He would be the eldest even before the like top God level because he wrote him. Yeah, he, you know, it's like all of these things kind of line up where, you know, the only other I don't know. He doesn't really fit into any of the categories of beings that we know of in Lord of the Rings, but he does fit very well for Tolkien. What What do you think the purpose of any of that was? I, I mean, it was so unessential to the story that it could be written out entirely and it still works as a story like we get with the movies. But what? Yeah. why is Tom Bombadil even in this? Just I, to I exist? Cannot... Have, you, have you met any author that doesn't write their, themselves into like a story? It happens all the time, man. Even but if you don't it's realize such an it. Important role. I mean, because they literally bring this guy up. Like was it every... really? <laughs> what was it really that important of a role? So well, it, it was in... important in terms of like they keep bringing him up through multiple okay. points in the book. Like even Elrond at one point is like, yeah. "Oh yeah, Tom. He's like way older than me, and he's like he was old even back then." <laughs> so, but not yeah. even that. Like when they have like the the fellowship come together and they're trying to decide what to do with the ring, isn't there this whole dialogue between Gandalf and and Elrond where they're like, "Tom could knock this out in like thirty minutes." Yeah. Damn, we can't get him though. He's too busy. <laughs> he's got other stuff to do apparently. <laughs> yeah. He's got magic tricks. He's in a bathroom. Leave him alone. (laughs) He's retired. It's like, nah, you guys handle this one. He's just like the dude from the Big Lebowski. No, but that, yeah, yeah, he's yeah, Tom dude. Tom abides. The Tom abides. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. That's the name of this episode. It it would make there you go. The Tom abides. No, it'd make a lot of sense. I mean, if I were an author and I'm going to write myself into a story, wouldn't you write yourself to the fucking like the baddest motherfucker alive? Which this guy, based off the fucking mustache and beard collective thing he has going on, like, at least for this, like, fan art. There's even a picture yeah. of, like, they, they, they did the, the fucking framing of him and then put Stanley's face there because he's the creator. <laughs> like, I love I, it. I, I've heard kind of like an alteration on this one. Like, I've heard that he is God. Like, and I guess that kind of works too. Like, he's Tolkien or <gasps> he's the God of that universe, whatever. And then I heard another one where, okay, they're singing the singing the creation song, right? What if he is like the remnants of the notes that didn't Ooh. fit anywhere? Like he's yeah. the he's the minor keys. I I guess you know kind of kind of like if you're crafting something, there's a it, lot of leftovers, right? It's too it's old like to a be a collection. Minor. 
He was the oops notes. <laughs> <laughs> it was the, the delay was still on. You hit a sour note and it just kept going. And you're like, fuck, that's Tom Bombadil. <laughs> <laughs> then they're like, I already got this bad note. Everybody else just stuff your bad yeah, notes in yeah, here. Yeah. Let's see what happens. Yeah. Take it here. It'll um, work, it'll work. No, but, but, but think about like uh, like Supernatural, how Chuck ended up like being God. Like, what if it's like that? Like, he's like just playing with all these universes and, and like he's like, ah, I'm God, but I'm not going to let you guys know. And I really don't know that I'm God until later. And I trick you, and then I'm tearing away all like reality. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Nice. Supernatural fan. Sorry. It's fine, Jordan. We love you anyway. Hey, Supernatural's awesome, man. Yeah, we're, yeah. We're you get the fuck out of here. One day. Yeah, we're still right. waiting for you guys to put that episode. There's together. so <laughs> many things that we're talking about in the back end of it, and yeah. new theories every day that are like we're not looking for them. We're making the theories up from the show. That's how. Well, that's all you need. Yeah, it's we don't good. Need, we don't need facts to back them up. No, this isn't that. a fact-based show. Come on now, it's absolutely. <laughs> not. There's so much continuity error. Deal in There's facts. so much continuity error in that show that you can do a lot with theories. Yeah, and plus, <laughs> as we learned last month, only Sith deal in absolutes. Yeah, Rob. Yeah. Why are you getting me in this? <laughs> All right, let's move on. <laughs> That was a good theory. Thank you, Eric. It is. It's a really good theory. Uh, that, see, that's the problem. I don't it's think not that's, a tease on but the, yeah, that was a good that actually theory. actually made sense. That was a good theory. It wasn't a James theory. There was not a James theory. <laughs> <laughs> James is going to be muted this entire episode. Just like He's like, in the background, he's like, I'm fucking quitting. I'm making my own podcast. I'm going to do my own show. <laughs> I'm actually... Fuck you guys. He's doing research. He's doing research for Harry Potter month. <laughs> no, I got Harry Potter month in the bag. Um... I took that photo of old boy in the bathrobe and I put it up next to Mr. Awesome. Culkin. Yeah, I he mean, definitely he wrote himself into it. Yeah. <laughs> it does kind of look like him with awesome. beard, I guess. Yeah. It looks like his uncle that was handsy with him. Uh. <laughs> let's move on. Um let's let's start with a little bit of an easier one. Uh in Fellowship of the Ring, uh before the fellowship was gathered before the fellowship was formed. Boromir was, I don't remember the name of the sword. Aaron, you can help me out with this. Um, you know what I'm, yes, I can't pronounce most of these words. So every now and then I'll just be like, Aaron. And, but when he was looking over it at the shards and the pieces, he accidentally cuts himself. Just like a small little Nick. What if Boromir was poisoned by the blood of Sauron. Like, if there was something, some type of DNA, anything that was still attached to the sword that got into his blood and caused him to basically turn on the Fellowship. Jesus fucking Christ. Just listening to what that was said, I, I was taken <laughs> aback, and I'm like, we're the biggest fucking nerds. God damn it. That's yes, how I feel every we time are. Talk if the Potter. sword, he was poisoned by the blood of Sauron. God damn it. No, it's I think it was theory, the ring. Jordan. I love it. <laughs> this is literally the same way I felt when Rob was like, um, Voldemort is so cool, man. He killed unicorns. <laughs> <laughs> he, he drank unicorns' blood. What the yeah. fuck did I say? Like, Voldemort was cool. Oh, maybe maybe it's probably during like the so bracket bad. battle. <laughs> oh my god. We'll go back to bracket I, battle. I fucking love it. I love yeah. it. Anyway. Bracket battle. Yeah, y'all, y'all discuss that one now because I don't know. Quick fact check on myself, Narsil, not Narsil. My bad. Okay. See, That's he's a- not even a fucking ringer. Can't even get the sword right. 
Oh, we keep you saying, don't know. I can't even get it right. Yeah. We keep saying ringer, sword? and I keep thinking of Johnny Hold Knoxville. On. That's oh, the yeah, sword? Yeah, this, this is the sword. Oh, yeah. no. That's even worse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. Oh, so, God. James thinks it was the ring. It was not poisoned by blood. Um, because I mean, he gets he gets a hold of like Frodo I mean, drops the ring and he picks it up. It's theories, man. It doesn't it's mean it's theories, actually true. Yeah. But hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Does Sauron's blood just uh, someone who doesn't know? Does Sauron's blood have an effect on people? Is that part of canon to some degree? We don't or know. Lore? We not don't know. Aware of. Well, you don't know because you don't really know enough lore. I watched the movie. Aaron, Aaron may know enough lore. <laughs> this is why I brought the I'm ringer. Aware of. Not that um, and so. That theory could be very valid for the movie. Um, I want to say, and someone can fact check me on this, but I want to say that scene doesn't actually happen in the books. Oh. Like there is no finger cut. So oh Peter Jackson god. just... Oh my god. Rob's the dust in this one because he's only seen the movies, but he's never read the books. This is slander at this point. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get sued by the Tolkien estate. Information of character. <laughs> Yeah, but I I saw the movies. Uh, I read The Hobbit, and at least I saw all the movies. Jordan. Yeah, I'm not doing all that. That's too much. <laughs> I watched them in the last week. There's just some. There's just some media I don't need to see, man. You know? There definitely is a is a validity to like that moment though in the movies, right? Because his his demeanor does kind of change right there. Um, does at he also touch the, the ring there, though? Though too. No, no. at that point, mm. I don't. I don't believe that he's even seen the ring at that point. He has um, interesting because he kind of he kind of walks up to the podium that the sword is on, almost like at least from my perspective, it almost looks like reverence because yeah. he's he's kind of looking at the broken sword of of one of his past kings, right? So he kind of approaches the sword, he picks it up, he's admiring it, and he's like, "Oh wow, it's still sharp." And then he cuts his finger. And he almost immediately is like, stupid sword, and basically like throws it back on the podium, and it like falls on the ground, and he, yeah. he looks back at it for a second, and then he's like, nah, and walks away and just he's leaves just, it on the ground. He's just mad because he got a fucking like a medieval paper cut. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just an inconvenience. He's like, you made me look bad, stupid God sword. Damn it. <laughs> no, well, I do kind of get livid when I get paper cuts. I think everybody's like, stubbing a toe. Yeah. Yeah. So, Aaron, check me on this. Um, I think it was either Two Towers or probably Return of the King in the extended edition. Hey, there's only one return. It's of the Jedi, <laughs> not of the ring. Yes, That's right. Know. Tell him, Jordan. Tell him, Steve Dave. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, in Return of the King, it, there was a scene with Boromir before he went to Rivendell to join the Fellowship, where he was actually fairly level-headed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that has kind of... Uh... I think to, so to to kind of spin off of of your theory right um one thing that I've I've read is that the reason that the ring had such a strong effect on him was because he was such a great leader um and so yeah. the ring it kind of goes back to that original singing of creation again right where all the Valar were singing and then you had the one named Melkor or Morgoth who basically corrupted the song and so sauron learned corruption from morgoth and then sauron put corruption into the ring and so it kind of all builds on that corruption and so uh what i had read was that 
it was able to take Boromir's intense love for his people and his intense, um, I guess, desire to be a good leader and corrupted it into him basically saying, like, I will go to any lengths to protect my people, like, yeah. even if that means using the ring. And so it kind of just spiraled down from there. Is this not the fucking story of the Dark Knight? Harvey Dent, Batman, Joker. Like, come on. Come on. Think well, about Lord of the it. Rings came out first, so wouldn't that be... I'm just saying, like, of... like, no, no, no. I'm not saying this copied the Dark Knight. I'm saying I think the Dark Knight copied this. <laughs> Jordan's dropping his keys theory. Yeah. Right now, he's like, they ripped off Nolan. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. Nolan ripped off Tolkien. No, Nolan okay. did. <laughs> Man, I would say, like, honestly, you'd, you'd probably be hard-pressed to find uh, a genre that, to some extent, hasn't riffed off of Lord of the Rings, man. I think, like, I think Tolkien's work has become such a, almost like a template or like a blueprint, especially, you know, when you get into, like, the high fantasy yeah. genre and, and everything, mm -hmm. you know. It's, what what high fantasy genre doesn't have elves, dwarves, orcs, you know, yeah. it's, I, I, I can't promise that his was the first to introduce some of these elements but his is definitely the one that that popularized it I, it's I it's, it's different it's just like um like neil pert as a drummer drummers weren't doing these crazy things and then neil pert comes along and he's like you can just not play four on the floor and do fucking crazy <laughs> fills and and polyrhythms and it's like oh it opened up a whole new world so there were writers before but he's the one who opened up the like the the imagine uh, the imagination of of creators for a fantasy. Mm -hmm. All right, yeah. All right. So, where do you guys want to go? Goofy or slightly dark? I what got a theory. Goofy all day. Oh, oh. Wait, wait, we're about to get it home. <laughs> we're about to get something dumb. Okay, I, James, go ahead. I Drop was it sitting on him, here. James. I was sitting here thinking while we were sitting here talking about the sword. Right. You know what right. happens when you start. Hold thinking, on, hold on. Rob, 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 Rob. Let the man. Let the man cook. Yeah. What if the sword is like the throne in Game of Thrones? Cause you know the you know the theory about the, that the Iron either. Throne. You know about the you know the theory about the I've, Iron Throne. I've never that, watched Game of Thrones. I don't well, care about it. The theory behind the Iron Throne is if they're not worthy enough to be the king, that the the throne actually injures them. So what if Baromir picking up the sword was not worthy to pick up that sword? That's oh. why he got cut. Ooh. Okay, well that's more superstition than anything. But I like good. it. I like it. I like it. <laughs> That was not quite a that's keys solid. and locked doors theory. So that yes. was actually a pretty good job. Good job, James. Every once in a while. Every like, once in a that while. Was, that was clap. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I oh. can't clap. My arm's still broken. All right. So let's go a little goofy. See, we make, fun of, we make of fun of James so much, and I feel so bad for him because I probably contribute the least and have the dumber theories, but he's the one who gets like hazed for it, not me. <laughs> Hey, well, same here. I mean, oh my god, y'all, it's y'all are stasis, and y'all hate me because I'm in Florida. No, that's not stasis. it. Florida is a nice place to visit, but I would not. Shh, don't go that far. Don't go that far. <laughs> it's a nice place. There are whales in Florida, and that's why. You, like ninety percent of the reason why we the only there. reason you like is because because of Publix. Don't lie. Well, we got Publix here now too. So like that's true. He's know. like, we have Publix at home. I don't go there to Florida anymore. No <laughs> we never have to go to Florida again. Is that what I'm hearing? Well, they still have Whataburger. Yeah, we still got Whataburger. Yeah, that's fair. Okay, not yet. Not as soon yet. as we get Whataburger. Anyways, <laughs> let's let's go a little more goofy. Um, Westeros is Middle Earth in the future. No, 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 not possible at all. Uh, hold on, 
Can I get a little bit of context? Because I don't know what the fuck. Westeros is the Game of Thrones area. Yeah. Is... Okay. I never oh. thought I'd be on this this side of this argument, but the Earth is flat. <laughs> Lord of the Rings. The Earth is linear. <laughs> it's just how do you know the Earth is flat in Lord of the Rings? Because there, there's the Cimmerillion. Like everything in Lord of the Rings is explained. Like since the beginning of time up until the events in Lord of the Rings, The Hobbit, all that. It's it's a flat disc. Yeah. Hold on, hold on. Just for the audience, we're only talking about this one fantasy world. That's oh it. no 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 yeah, no not, not Earth. Earth no not not regular Earth Middle Earth Middle yeah Middle Earth Middle Earth <laughs> okay okay Which is so, situated in the middle of Earth yeah Aaron Earth, help me right? explain this a little that bit how that works <laughs> sure no that's that. where Kong lives yep yeah ah, that's, that's true right. that's yeah. fucking Aaron, true seriously though Aaron help me explain this a little bit it, it, there isn't like a sun right it, everything is lit by a tree wait fucking yes. what yeah <laughs> is that in the movies or is that just the books well that's in the silmarillion the fuck the, is that it, it's that's uh, the backstory it's, i would say it's like the genesis like the book of genesis okay. for lord of the rings okay all this <laughs> is kind of like in the movies but they don't explain it like it, when they're going back to they just expect you to read the thick-ass fucking books that they have for it, and they're like ah they'll be fine <laughs> Well, it still takes place in that, you know, in that lore. They just don't take the time to say, oh, this is why they're they're jumping on that ship and going across the water. Oh, it's just an allegory for going to heaven. No, it's an actual fucking place. Oh, you, know? you know, Jordan would be a good advertisement person for like Audible. This is a thick fucking book. So why don't you just <laughs> listen to it? That's worth the credit. Yeah. Do you ever pick up a book and think I could kill myself with this because of the weight? Yeah. Fucking just listen. And if but, anyone from Audible is listening, you know, think about yeah. sponsoring. Hey, we, we are on Audible. Sponsor. So. We do still owe uh, Aaron some some money for his cameos. <laughs> Jordan, <laughs> shut the fuck up, dude. I would just like to say I never actually approved that, so <laughs> I'm not on the hook for that money. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I gotta go, guys. Bye, <laughs> Aaron. There goes the ringer. There goes the ringer. All right. Uh. So the next one is a little bit darker. Uh, the reason they brought Sam, Pippin, and Mary is because they needed spare hobbits. Because they knew Frodo was going to die and they needed someone to carry the race. You're going to disregard Sam like that? Man was the hero of that story. I'm not disagreeing with you. Great Sam is the hero. Great local band. Sam's the hero. Great local band. Yep. I, I Please, guys, if you listen to this, please do an acoustic version of I'll Try. It's mine and my wife's song. Or do an acoustic um, version of any song from Lord of the Rings. Or that. <laughs> Is that but, a reference to Lord of the Rings? Sam's the hero? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no shit. You never yeah. thought about that? Well, I didn't. I don't know the band. Fair. Well, they're, they're a local band. They're great. They're playing a show okay. coming up soon. They are. Oh, I kind of want to go now. I need to go yeah. see that. Yeah. Thanks. Anyways. Moving on, but the reason that they brought Sam, Pippin, and Mary along is because they needed spare hobbits because the new Frodo was going to die. No, so so Sam was brought in to tell Smeagol how to cook potatoes and stew them, put them in a stew. potatoes, precious? <laughs> Who the fuck just did that? Oh, okay, he did. I didn't see anybody's <laughs> mouth move. <laughs> I didn't do the first one. That scared the shit out of me. Oh, man. They both need to do voice acting, man. They, they they both knock it out of the park. That was fucking. That was pretty goddamn good. I'm not gonna lie. It yeah. definitely caught me off guard. I did that uh, for my friend's voicemail or outgoing voicemail when we were 
So younger. real quick, Ralph kept saying, uh, I can't remember the fucking first one, but then you said you said Pippin and then Mary, and the only thing I could think of was like Gardens of the Galaxy 2, Yondu, when he's like, I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. And I was just like, I'm Mary Pippins, y'all. That's all I could fucking think about. I was like, that's I gotta I gotta I gotta talk about Marvel in some way. You know, I gotta keep getting those residuals. Good job, Jordan. Thank you. <laughs> I'm glad so, you could okay. that so who who in your mind like made that decision? Who, like who was at the meeting at the fellowship and was like, dog, we send in all the hobbits. <laughs> I think Elrod, he was just like, you know what? I don't give a shit about these guys. <laughs> we may need them just they're in the case. They're the ones that need to go in. They're, they're, they die. It's fine. There's you think plenty it, more. <laughs> you think it was really Elrod? Because like Gandalf's the one who really like set this whole thing up. He is like That's the Dumbledore of that universe, right? He is. He like he degree, grooms I guess. people to die, yeah. right? And plus, he Hardy had the adventure with uh with Bilbo That's and true. stuff. Maybe he's like, oh shit, man. Man, hobbits are useful for cannon fodder, yeah. I guess. And this is like actually like pretty important this time. Hey, like pose. if one of them dies, you need another one. You do need another hobbit. Hey guys, someone else carry them right now. There you go. Yeah. Um, and Sam was the real hero. Sam was the hero. Sam's yeah, the hero. Sam's the hero. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Frodo another did pl- like another plug for a band movie. that doesn't care about us whatsoever. Not at all. <laughs> so I'm going to tag them in this episode. Be like, we talk about Sam's the Hero a bunch, just so you know. Can we name um, the episode Sam's the Hero? I'm okay with that. Cool. All right. Cool. Wait, what Thanks. was the other one? So which the which hobbit, which hobbits were given like love eyes at each other at the end? All of them. All of them. Sam and Frodo. <laughs> Sam and Frodo. He knew what else. Mary and Pippin. <laughs> Sam and Frodo. It's fine. No, I knew it. He, he's right back to clerks. I am. That's all I can think yeah. of, man. That's all my knowledge. <laughs> Gandalf from, was from this series as clerks too. It, it was all the hobbits and Gandalf. It was. It was a very weird scene. What yeah, check it, it out. For no, the entire fellowship was there. Yeah, but like especially them. <laughs> there was a little extra love in those. They hobbits. were all jumping yeah. in the bed with each other. Yeah, and they were. They were no, there was Mary like... Pippin and Frodo were all jumping in the bed, and Sam, and then Sam and just one walks fell in at the and end, bumped their head. <laughs> You know how many times a day I have to listen to that song. Well, I'm glad you had to hear it one more time. Summer anyway, who's awful. got who's Anyways. got the next theory? Aaron, you got another one you want to throw at us? Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Um, so, so this is one that that is pretty commonly sort of accepted as fact, but it's never actually explicitly stated. Ooh, um. So, so um, there's a scene where the Fellowship has made it to the woods of Lothlorien and they meet uh, Galadriel. Um, and in the extended version of the movie, you see uh, Galadriel basically giving gifts to the Fellowship uh, to help them along their way, right? Um, and she gets to Gimli um, and uh, she doesn't have a gift for him. Uh, but she asks him, what, what would you like? Um, and so he's, he's basically like taken by her, her beauty and her majesty and all that other stuff. Um, and he goes like, I'm good. Like just seeing you was enough. Like I'm good. She's like a whole vibe. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) A whole, not a half. Yeah. Um, and so she's like, no, 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 seriously. Like, I want to give you something. What would you have me give you? Um, and he says, how about like just a piece of your hair, one piece of hair? Cause that's kind of what Galadriel is 
typically known for is like her beautiful hair like that's, that's one of that's her his... defining features oh, okay um and that's, his, uh, that's like his kink oh like, yeah, mean, i want 100%. i want a piece of that well hair. there's kind of more of a reason to it <laughs> okay jordan hold on <laughs> yeah just show. so so he asked for one piece and uh instead of one piece uh they uh or she gives him three pieces um and in the extended cut of the movies when Gimli tells Legolas that Legolas kind of like grins like he knows something um and though it's never explicitly stated in the one of the books I can't remember which book it was in I want to say it was maybe the Silmarillion Dustin do you know where I'm going with this what book it was? I, I know where you're going with it but I I don't know for sure gotcha okay yeah. Well, anyway, there was a like thousands of years ago, there was an elf named Fainor, and he was one of the most powerful, uh, like one of the ruling elves, um, powerful warrior. And he asked Gladriel for a strand of her hair as well, and she denied him. And he asked three different times. Oh, and she said no to him three different times. And so for her to give to deny one of her own kind a, pe- a piece of her hair but to give three pieces of hair to a dwarf who even in not just lord of the rings uh, lore but in a lot of high fantasy lore right elves and dwarves just buttheads they're they yeah, don't they, they don't get along, along. yeah no. exactly mm-hmm. exactly so for even her I to give that. yeah and so for her to give like three pieces of hair her most valued feature basically to a dwarf is super symbolic of her being able to to see a person's character because Feanor wasn't a, a good dude um and so it 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 though it's never like explicitly stated that that's why she gave him three strands of her hair it it says a lot just that it that 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 mirror image see I was thinking a whole different direction with that I was thinking more <laughs> so that she was like damn he's got good cakes you know <laughs> gonna give him three pieces you know i mean i could see it it's almost like she had an idea that gimli would eventually make peace with legolas and yeah. actually wind up being friends with an elf like what happens at the end when they're at the black gate where he said i never imagined dying side by side with an elf and legolas responds how about side by side with a friend hey which, Wait, spoiler alert, did they fucking die? I'm about to cry. <laughs> For a movie this old. They they honestly, <laughs> in my opinion, had the best friendship arc in the whole movie. I was pretty cool. Yeah. 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 It was nice. No, that's definitely I, I could definitely see that. Yeah. I think. That's a good one. Thank you, Aaron. Yeah. Wait a fucking second. I didn't get an answer. Did they fucking die? Because I don't know. Guess you're they gonna have die? to watch Return of the King. God damn it. Like just you said, you were going to do just going to watch didn't. the one scene. Just to watch the one <laughs> Skip scene. Now you later, the, the really sus like bedroom scene and that scene. <laughs> <laughs> you were you were telling me about that one too. To just keep in mind about uh, those two characters. All right, the next one I got is actually has nothing to do with the movies. Well, sort of. Oh, is it folklore? Um, huh? Folklore. Folklore. Does it have to do with the book? Book. Yes, book. I think so. B-O-O-K. I'm not 100. What's a book? I know. Anyway, the thing Jordan doesn't want you to read, he wants you to listen yes. to. Uh, if 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 you would like to audible, here is our uh, promo code for 10 percent off. 
Man, if only it, we it could won't, like, it won't work, but you can fucking try. We could give you a promo code for ten percent off. Doesn't mean it's gonna work. Oh, Aaron has a promo code. Aaron, draw the promo code. Oh my gosh, I do have a promo code. Yes. <laughs> Holy shit. Do it for real. Yeah. Yeah. Go it. ahead. Why not? You have a promo okay. code for Audible. Hold on. What the fuck? No, not, not for Audible. Audible. Not Audible. <laughs> I was like, how no. would it work? <laughs> for for Dubby Energy. Yeah, yeah. I'm a I'm a partner with Dubby Energy, and uh, it's a, just a energy powder mix uh for workouts and for gamers um but yeah if you uh order and and use the promo code blind eye you get 10 percent off your order holy oh, shit fuck. i feel official now i know I don't, right? I don't need that but i'm gonna get it just because i knew he was like, on here and this I, is the first promo on. code of the podcast it is we're not yeah. actually sponsored by them but hey it's nice we're not getting residuals yeah. but maybe aaron will <laughs> hey we hope so I, man i'll so. share Go Aaron. Aaron's the no, best. that's that's how we nope. love no, 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 no. That's know, just how right? we pay, that's how we paid him for Star Wars month. It's there we go. Uh, there we go. <laughs> oh, no, take you back. He's... That was right. yeah, so. Yeah, that was so our, so our next one is thanks, Jordan. Um, Frodo's parents died when he was twelve. The story that he was told was that they died in a boating accident. However, there is a theory out there. That they were actually killed by Gollum. That the only things that Gollum knew about Bilbo was that basically his name and that he lived in the Shire. So perhaps when they heard the name Baggins, he went into a rage and killed Frodo's parents. I mean, it and fits, right? Like, yeah. no, it so, doesn't. Hold on, can, so, no, can, totally can, can someone that knows the story can't like okay. comment on okay. this because yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah go ahead, Eric. <laughs> no, I mean, so right, they, they killed in a river. Smeagol originally finds the ring in a river, and mm, I was about to say I want to say it's the it was the Brandywine River, but I don't know. So I I'm gonna shy away from um, saying that bu- 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 which bu- likely bu- would have been the river that they had died in if it had been oh, Aaron, it was the brandy wine river said i'm gonna shire away from that no <laughs> yep it, it was Dang the brandy it was it the brandy, was brandy, the brandy wine so someone get james cool 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 <laughs> um yeah so i mean the the brandy wine river he once was a hobbit himself like you say he knew uh baggins and shire um i i mean and there's a lot of time where in the in the in the narrative where even Gandalf says that uh Smeagol's or Gollum's uh whereabouts are unknown for like long periods of time. He, yeah. They just they lose track of them. They even like enlist Aragorn to help find them at, at some point. And uh so so explain to me this though. I'm not not trying to be contentious or anything, but you're telling me the Smeagol, Gollum, whatever, had his ring stolen. Went through all the trouble to track down the Baggins, killed Frodo's parents, and then just fucked off for the rest of the story until Lord of the Rings. Well, so yes. there, there's there's another theory. There's actually an, <laughs> just doing, look, I can put a theory out here because I don't know what it means, but you guys can fill in that part for me. But there's another theory behind like that part, which is uh, the details are mysterious. Some said that Drogo was merely too heavy for the boat, others less plausibly that Primula had actually pushed Drogo into the river and then been pulled in herself. Ooh. Murder Suey? Well, no, because if he pulled her in, 
it was yeah. murder and then murder back. Yeah. So you try to kill me, I kill you back. He was too heavy to float, right? Exactly. <laughs> that's what that's what this is. Nice. I like so, it. Good yeah. Stuff. Contributions. Ooh. Good mm-hmm. job, Jordan. Thank know, you very much. It's all a cover up. So his name is... maggot. <laughs> his, his dad's name was Drogo. I'm assuming I said that correct. I don't know if I actually did. Oh, sweet. Like Cal Drogo? I don't know. This Westeros <laughs> theory is starting to make a little bit of sense now. Stop it, James. <laughs> Stop it. Flat planet, round planet. Doesn't work. All right, let's go with something a little bit lighter, shall we? So a big running joke throughout the movie. It's not really a joke in the movie, but basically the hobbits like to eat. Like yeah, second breakfast. Second breakfast, second dinner, second yeah, lunch. There's, yeah. there's, they're oh, literally constantly eating. Yeah. It's every there's, chapter. It's every chapter. Yeah. Well, there's actually possibly a reason for it. In nature, smaller animals generally have to consume more calories than bigger animals so they can hibernate for long stretches of time. So the theory is that hobbits eat so much because it's not a snacking habit, but an actual requirement for their bodies to keep them going. I've got a comment on this, actually, that I think would make a lot of sense. Oh, go ahead, Jordan. Just like the Flash, where he runs so much and so fast that he has to keep his calories up. (laughs) You know? Then he has to stop randomly. Yeah, he has to, to stop, eat a burrito well, before he saves babies. Right? They're exactly. so sedentary. They never leave the Shire. And they hate adventure and walks. I don't know. <laughs> so they wait, do, do hobbits hibernate? Caves, though. Yeah, that's where I was going. Like, they live in caves. Like, why not hibernate? Do they hibernate? They don't hibernate. Not You've never they, heard anything Not if they're eating that. 18 meals a day. Yeah, right. Tolkien never said they don't hibernate. How do they not, like, just gain weight like crazy? Faster metabolisms back then. Is know. it just smaller meals? You know what? No, think about it. It would. Uh, what? What? I don't know this for a fact, but what year did all this stuff occur? What's the year? Give me the year. Uh, like obviously, this, like fourteen, fifteen hundred age. So like, uh, what is it? Like three thousand? Our our ages basically BC? a thousand years. Well, no, they have a different like time. Oh, okay. System, but it's it's older, right? It's gonna happen like eighteen. They don't like put it this right? way. They can't go and get. They can't go and get a fucking Big Mac from McDonald's, right? It's not. <laughs> I, I don't think there's any fast food restaurants. Yeah, so if my, that's my what point, you're getting. There's at. no yeah. processed foods, and they have to work for their food. They do have taverns, yeah. but still, there's none of the bad shit that like corporations put into it. I don't know. They could have like I, mass manufactured food, I guess, right? I know why they eat so much. Oh, I've really bad feeling about this, but go ahead, James. Think about it. They're always smoking the good stuff. They do smoke <laughs> a lot of weird <laughs> Yeah. They always have true. the munchies. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't the Shire like like produce like all all the weed or something? It's just in that region in the area. Old Toby, the finest weed in is this uh, is this a legit Marling. thing? Like like yeah. they actually talk about marijuana or weed in this story? Well, yeah, it's called Old Toby. Jesus fucking Christ! <laughs> right, so, because so, Gandalf gets it from there, and then uh, Sauron, Sour- whatever, is is like, ah, oh, you're always smoking with the hobbits. 
I don't like it, but he secretly goes and gets it himself. <laughs> yeah. And in yeah. the um when they when they take over Isengard, right? Like he's got a whole storehouse full of old Toby. And That's Mary true. And find it. And they just start smoking and eating. The extended <laughs> the extended cut yeah. of uh Return of the King. Do you yeah, think yeah, that yeah. do you think that initially Tolkien was probably like old Toby? Oh, they'll be like it's old tobacco. It's tobacco. But like everybody's yeah, just like, nah, sure. tobacco doesn't do that to you. <laughs> Come on now. We know what's really in that pipe. Jesus Christ, man. He is smoking a pipe in like half the pictures of, of Tolkien out there. <laughs> That's true. Mm-hmm. So does he, so Gandalf, does he go, he goes from gray to white or white to gray? Gray to white. Gray to white. Yep. Makes a lot more sense now. Yeah. Um, although That's the theory behind that is that, what was it? I saw, I don't, I, I just ran across this. I looked at it. I didn't write it down. Was that he lived for so many years and he started off as a white wizard, but eventually his love for the hobbits and his love for people caused him to look at things more, less black and white, more gray. Thus he was Gandalf the gray. But when he died, it's like he reverted back to like what he was originally without the empathy for the people no it's their power structure man they're like fucking uh power rangers oh shit james is excited hold on aaron you can explain this better than i can white was like no limit on their power yeah like top dog top top of the myr yeah it was their their ranking when they came in there was the brown wizard the blue the two blue uh the gray and brown so it's yeah, more like so when he died, spells. yeah, it was more like karate, if anything. Yeah, yeah. Spells. Well, okay, if you want to put it that way, not power. Look, the pink <laughs> ranger is no better than the yellow ranger. Okay, yeah, he's got a point. But the green ranger is the best. I'm just the green ranger is the best. <laughs> Basically, when Sauron like messed up and like went over to help Sauron, he he abandoned his post. So when Gandalf died and came back, they send him back with with his full abilities yeah he takes that role so there's a hierarchy of of power then mm-hmm. which creates yeah. kind of the rank of whatever you are then the white wizard the yeah. white wizard so yeah. go fucking figure the white wizard is the most powerful one in this universe that's probably mm. one of my favorite scenes too god from like damn it the second mm. movie uh this is when he shows this back just up. got awkward it did man like come on well, let's move on to something else then so we can get past this weird, icky stuff. Let's go with the most common theory, shall we? And that is the theory behind the eagles. <laughs> why, why didn't the eagles just do all this for everybody? Yeah. <laughs> well, the, the, the theory is that Gandalf wanted them to use the eagles the entire time, which is why when he knew he was falling to his doom, he told them, fly, you fools saying hey let's go meet up with the eagles they'll just like fly us over and just be like kobe whoop, you brought this one up you brought this one up before oh hold up we can't use kobe and flying anymore oh, oh yeah it does that not work that was in poor taste i didn't even I think about that i didn't think about that either too that is what that's <laughs> I, it's never like to be apologize. too soon i'd like to apologize to everybody um but yeah my bad I apologize. to be funny story off topic completely the other day, I did Kobe, 
while waiting for a client, I just threw the fucking thing. It was like a commercial account. I just threw it, went in, girl was walking by, just started giggling. And I was like, I feel, I feel great now. <laughs> fucking just dead shot, Kobe. Good job. Yeah. So yeah, this is probably the most common theory I've ever heard surrounding it would make the most sense a lot of walking would have been taken out of those movies though you would have like like that 12 hour journey would have turned into like 38 minutes well a lot of it doesn't make sense when he finds out that bilbo has the ring he basically goes to mordor like right at the the beginning of the film i mean i think technically it takes like a couple years or something the journey yeah but he could have taken care of the whole damn thing right at the yeah but then he would have been corrupted by the ring which he knew would wind up happening if he took it. Okay. Bilbo holding the ring, grabs him by the back and carries him. Bilbo is already corrupted by the ring. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He could have just taken him with him and said, hey, what's this? And they're like, oh, that shit's evil. And he's like, okay, well, the trash can's right over there. And then dumps it. Directed oh. by George Lucas. I just imagine Gandalf holding Peter Bilbo Jackson. like yeah, you know, like by the belt, just like carrying him. Yeah, and he's like Bilbo, throw it in. He's like no, and he's like ah, well, all right, all of you the whole thing. Yeah, <laughs> come on, man, we haven't It'll had be an fun. adventure in a while. This is gonna be fun. Oh my god, yeah, let's go have a good time. We'll find some dwarves. It'll be great. We'll smoke. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All great. that good shit. Bring all that old yeah. Toby. But the uh, the eagles, it totally makes sense, right? Yeah. He gets like basically halfway there, and he's like, "And then we're gonna fly the rest of the way. It's gonna be, it's gonna be awesome." Yeah, yeah. But then you then you wouldn't have gotten the trees walking. Well, mm, yeah, get the trees in there. And we can't important, pass man. that. Up. Remember that three tree <laughs> quota. Yeah, exactly. I'm sorry, <laughs> but the ants were probably like one of my favorite parts of the two towers. Like when they <laughs> when uh Treebeard is walking and they like he sees Isengard and just the destruction of what happened and he's just like nope fuck this I know we weren't going to go to war but yeah now we're going to war <laughs> it's a, it's amazing how quick his switch flipped like, I know right he was just done <laughs> they were just like nah we're just gonna chill let's 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 see how this whole thing plays out and then all of a sudden he's like motherfucker <laughs> And like no. even the movie underplays how long of a decision process that was. Yeah, I want to say in the book it's like chapters that the ants are talking really? about this stuff. Yeah, like it, it's a lot, it keeps like cutting back to it, and it's like you guys made a decision. Ah, uh, no, and then it cuts back to like Helm's Deep or something, and then it comes <laughs> back later. <laughs> I feel like I should actually read the books, oh, so or go on Audible and listen to the books with our ten percent discount. <laughs> we don't have. That we don't have. It's yeah. uh, if you do CWS have, you, doesn't read. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you do that, you'll get nothing. We listen you to Audible. Fucking, fucking Willie Gene Wilder's really Wonka. You get nothing. Good day, sir. We could just shell him for free, I guess. <laughs> just constantly bring him up. All right. So I've got a couple. Uh, I'm gonna go with one more, and then I'm gonna throw it to Aaron to see if he's got anything more. Because I'm just looking at him. It's like, yeah, he does. Um, and that. Denethor, who is the father of Faramir and Boromir, was excessively violent. Like, just like off his rock. That's a theory? I'm getting there. Okay. He hasn't gotten there yet. God, Dustin. The reason behind this is due to lead poisoning. Because if you look at the dishes that he's eating off of and the, the glasses he's drinking, it's all made out of pewter which has been made with lead and especially the tomatoes he's eating the 
yes i can't pronounce what asbestos acidity acidity okay acidity. I was like, um like it's like the the lead got into the food and got into the drink and as he's eating and drinking he's slowly being poisoned he's slowly by lead. poisoning himself yes I, no, I mean, say him just, eating that tomato is hands oh, down God. one of the most disgusting things in cinematic history. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 100%. I can't. Uh, it's hard to watch. It is. I have so. to fucking watch the scene now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, it's gross. It just it's this very it's so visceral pop. Hold on. What? Yeah. <laughs> what was his name? Denethor. D e n e t h o r. Yeah. Got it. Eating. Oh, that's this guy even tomato. knows how to eating spell tomatoes too. Oh, God. <laughs> Um, so that that's what no. he, he he's driven mad by lead poisoning that that makes total sense too because he is so irrational too in that uh he's gonna burn like everyone's telling me like hey your son's still alive like no he's dead let's set him on fire and like he's like standing there above him his son's kind of moving around like oh i'm injured i'm gonna i, I need help and he's like nope you're dead pours oil on himself He's gonna light himself and his son on fire. It's gonna be great. Yeah, this murder suicide scene. I, I haven't it? gotten to it yet. <laughs> but the bit, there's it's it's literally so you know how you can like fucking like do the analyze for for YouTube yeah. now where it'll show you the most replayed part. It's literally nothing, and then a big fucking spike, and all you can see in the 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 thumbnail is just him. Tomato. <laughs> 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 oh, I'm so excited! Eat this fucking tomato, dude. Why are you singing? Because. Oh, it's such Pippin. a good song, though. It is. It is <laughs> oh. so good. Oh fuck! Yeah, it, it just explodes, doesn't it? It's God. it's gross, dude. He is what? pissed. Yeah, yeah, he is. yeah. So, oh, what do you got, fuck. Aaron? <laughs> All right. Um. So this one. So I I've only got two more. So we can do okay. one or whatever. Um. So one that I read was that Gollum's uh the Gollum side of Smeagol's personality is actually either a part of Sauron's personality or it's a collection of the corrupted personalities of all the bearers before him. And so it's like the ring itself carries this personality with it and basically like poisons the bearer with that personality, which explains why almost everyone that holds it at some point calls it precious interesting yeah well the ring does harbor part of his soul right yeah i I believe they said i I believe like the quote is that he poured all of his malice into the ring i love how aaron's trying to explain like this cool theory and dustin's like yeah that's already fucking known of isn't it (laughs) <laughs> no, I, I didn't mean it like that i'm just saying it's kind of like a horcrux you know it, yeah oh you're going harry potter on us thank you dustin hey i don't know much about it but i know what a horcrux is well that's great that's kind of scary that the darkest thing possible in harry potter is the thing you remember it's pretty fucking metal like if any <laughs> harry potter's metal it's the horcrux i mean i could definitely see that as Gollum yeah. being. The he's like just likes the he's word like... whore <laughs> Horrific. <laughs> some of her cuts were vertical and some were horizontal. Oh Lord. Dude, it's right. just me and George oh. thing. <laughs> so I got one good. left. Yeah. Um I don't know if it's the same one Aaron has or not. 
but he has 30 others so he probably does (laughs) no and it's so when the fellowship is meeting for the first time in rivendell and frodo puts the ring down and he's just like i'm done game over guys i've had my adventure let's go back to the shire but then everyone starts arguing over what is the best way to dispose of the ring and how they were going to get to Mordor. It was in that moment that the ring basically started talking to Frodo. What if Frodo jumping up and saying, I'll do it, I'll take the ring, wasn't him saying, yes, I want to destroy the ring, but rather the ring already had had Frodo, had him possessed, had him ready to go. That's And he wasn't going to bring the ring to destroy it in Mordor. He was going to bring it back to Sauron. So he was like, I'll take it and put it in my pocket. Exactly. (laughs) And deliver it. You know who never would have let that happen? Tom Bombadil? Samwise Benji. (laughs) (laughs) The true hero of Lord of the Rings. No one is arguing with you on that fact. Sam is the hero. Sam's right. the hero. Go see them That's live. So When's their next show? Hold I just on. don't think enough people appreciate him. No, no one. Appre- and you know who plays Samwise Gamgee? Do we know who plays Samwise Gamgee? Sean Aston, otherwise known as Rudy Rudiger. Thank you. No, very much. Mikey. No, Rudy <laughs> Rudiger. I don't know. He had a really good part in Stranger Things, also. That was pretty good too. Yeah. Fifty first yeah. dates was pretty fucking funny. Like, yeah. <laughs> but um, so, that that kind of puts the whole scene in a really hilarious light because you know, like when you're a kid and you're like, I'm I'm gonna go to my buddy's house and like we're gonna do this, like we're gonna secretly do this thing, and then your parent is like, I'll take you. And you're like, no, like, fuck, fuck, no, fuck, fuck, fuck. But no, so like Frodo's do. like, I'll take it, and immediately like Gandalf is like. Puts his hands on his shoulder and he's like, I'll go too. And he's like, <laughs> and no. like, and me. Yeah. A little like, creepy <laughs> I really don't want any of the rest of you to go. So, yeah, it was just like internally crying. And they keep on standing up like like I am Spartacus, you know, like yeah. with him, like it will go with you. And it's like, damn it. It's the it's the fucking scene, the uh uh fuck, what is it from um what's that movie with uh Robin Williams? And they all stand up on the desk. Uh, the the captain part. Or Dead Poets Society. Dead Poets Society. That yeah. Oh, Captain, so, my captain. Oh, Captain, my captain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, scene. I want to go by myself. No, guys, I don't want you to go with me. Yeah. I got this. I swear. <laughs> yeah, I'm not working mm-hmm. for the Dark Lord secretly. No, <laughs> not at all. So that's all I got. Aaron, do you have any more to send us out on, or? Uh, sure. I got kind of a fun one that we can we can end on. Let's, yeah, let's end it on a fun one, not a okay. dark one. <laughs> <laughs> so. What if the entirety of the Hobbit's plot, so the Hobbit, not Lord of the Rings, the Hobbit was Gandalf orchestrating them all to kill Smaug so that Smaug wouldn't become an ally of Sauron. Like he had no real intention or no real, um, I guess, desire to help the dwarves actually get back. uh, Their throne. Yeah. 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 He was really just wanting to take out the dragon. I mean that would make sense. Who'd want to fight a dragon? Right. Because yeah. I know at some point who would that, I know the eagles came at the end to take down the uh the Nazguls. Yeah. 
But would the Eagles be like, yo, there's a dragon, bag this, and I'm out. Who's going to fight Benedict Cumberbatch? <laughs> <laughs> and th- this also puts the whole, like, Hobbit fodder theory into perspective, too. That's true. Because Gandalf yeah. really does not give a shit about anyone. Yeah. <laughs> he only cares about old Toby, and that's it. He's the Dumbledore of the Lord of the Rings. We've universe. said that three you times in this episode. James. James cuts in for one line. <laughs> he's been checked out the whole episode, and he's like, oh, shit. So, real quick. Wait is a second, it, guys. It... Dumbledore. Go ahead. Smog or Smaug? What is the correct pronunciation? Does it matter? Like, no, isn't this like the big debate? In Curious. like the Lord of the Rings stuff, the pronunciation of that character's name. Yeah. This one dragon. Yes, absolutely. Wait, how long was the Hobbit before Lord of the Rings? Uh, in book terms or movie terms? Because the answer is vastly different. <laughs> G- give it to him in the movies. Okay, movies. Well, the Hobbit came about... out after. No, no, no. He, he's he's asking chronologically oh, okay. chronologically. the story. How far did the Hobbit? I thought when the movies this? actually came out. My bad. No, apologize. No. Uh, so I want to say Bilbo is about 30 when he goes on the trip with Gandalf in the movies. Um, and he's 111 when the fellowship starts. Jesus. So Christ. 81 years. Um, and then, but from the book perspective, I, I honestly don't know how old Bilbo was, but Frodo didn't even leave the Shire until he was like 50 or 60, I believe. Damn. Like he was a he was an old dude. Like Bilbo dipped and then Frodo stuck around for like years. Hmm. Yeah. So James the, doing math. Uh, yeah. I'm, well, <laughs> not, I'm not doing math. I'm kind of running. In the Hobbit, do we learn that Sauron's starting to make a comeback? Yes. They imply it, right? Yeah. Because there's okay. like a shadowy okay. figure. I'm, I'm interested something. to see where James goes with this. I'm just trying to figure no, out why done. all of a sudden, <laughs> because well, when, when do we find out that Sauron's trying to make a comeback before or after the adventure starts? Um, in the Hobbit or Lord of the Rings? In the Hobbit. So they they set off. They hit Rivendell, and uh, Gandalf, Galadriel, and Elrond, and Saruman are meeting. And Gandalf and Galadriel basically have a feeling that the necromancer that everyone is talking about is Sauron regaining power. But those are very different in the book and in the movie. Like that's a yeah. movie beat. And in the book, it's just kind of like the the group is off doing their thing and Gandalf just leaves to deal with the necromancer. You never get that meeting and stuff, right? I don't remember that. Yeah, maybe that's accurate, actually. So I Man, guess we're it's up, been a long time since I read The Hobbit. Where yeah. I'm going who, to who is knew why... Dustin was gonna be so good on the lore here? Like I'm actually yeah, impressed. Right. I've I've read the books. I mean, it's been years, but like it's been I a know, while. I know, but I'm just I, I didn't know you were that much into Lord of the Rings. I'm impressed. Okay. Thank you. I guess where I'm going is why is compliment. why is Gandalf going after smog if Smog. we're not even sure that at the time when the Avenger starts, the Sauron's coming back. Every time he says that word, I keep thinking he says the Avengers. That's all I hear. <laughs> I swear to God. It's just a goofy-ass version of the Avengers. <laughs> well, That's a valid point, though. Um, 
Well, within the context of the book, he's we trying to set the dwarves up to get their throne back. Right? Maybe but this is just a nice trying side. Yeah. This is his side hustle, just making sure that <laughs> if ever there was a, a possibility of Sauron coming back, let's take out everyone that could possibly be an ally to him, including a giant-ass dragon. So, mm. so that's yeah. our episode. Uh, no, we're not ending like that. We're not? All right, no. how are we ending, Jordan? We got to do a fun fact. We got to do a fun <laughs> fact? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's got to be a fun fact. It's not right. an episode didn't, without didn't a fun hit me, fact. What, didn't hit me with a fun fact, Jordan. Did you guys know that yes. for all movie-related, like fantasy, whatever, that uh, Smog, Smaug, whichever way you want to fucking pronounce it, is the second richest character in all movies? Oh, Did you guys yeah, that makes sense. Nice. Who's, who's yeah. the first? Who's first? I can't remember who the first is. I just remember him being the second. I was reading the list the other day. <laughs> Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> Probably. I wouldn't be Damn surprised. It. Now I gotta find out. Yeah, go find who the first is. I just remember it was like it was. They were talking about like just characters like that, and I was like, "Really? That's He's such a two? weird fun fact." Like, it is. not gonna lie, he yeah. is the second richest. How did He's they even the quantify second. how much? Smog they based it, 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 so it was something about and I don't know I, I like I said I'm not the fucking person who watched fifty four point one billion there you go um and it's <laughs> something about the gold he's sitting on or like protecting or whatever the Hobbit's very own dragon never speaks a word but he managed to invade the town of Dale which happens to be sitting on a pile of gold yep so much gold he has precious stones and diamonds encrusted in his belly and owns a giant diamond the Arkenstone of something I can't pronounce that. Okay, yeah. So it was calculated to be fifty-four point one billion dollars. There you go. And the richest which, which, fictional hold on, character. Real quick, real quick, real quick. Before you tell that one, fictional character. Fictional character. No, fictional. but before you tell who number one is, the more gross fact about that is, is that we have billionaires in the U.S. that are more richer than a fucking fantasy dragon that's on a mountain of gold. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I actually want to do the top five because it is kind of interesting. Number five. Tony Stark, 12.4 yep. billion. Yep. Wow. Yep. Number four, Oliver Daddy Warbucks nice. from Annie, 36.2 yeah. billion. Hell Please don't right. ever say daddy again. <laughs> that was a little weird. That was weird. I'm not going to lie. Number three, Carlisle Cullen, 46 billion. I guess he's from Twilight. How? I, I mean, he's been alive for 343 years. So I, yeah, I guess if you're not rich at that point, like you're just, doctor, you're really dude. doing something wrong. Then Smaug. He's still living paycheck to paycheck. <laughs> <laughs> he gets kicked that out because he can't make rent. The most so, relatable vampire in fiction. So Smaug, Smog, 54.1 billion. Yep. All right, any guesses for number one? Oh, I God. say Scrooge I McDuck. I can't remember who it is. I with James. Dustin says Scrooge McDuck. With Jordan? James. Yeah. I can't. I don't think it was Scrooge, but I can't remember who it was, man. Aaron, Scrooge sounds good. I, I mean, I can't think of anyone. Scrooge McDuck, it is sixty-five point nice. four billion. There you go. He swims and... in it. He is all about the money and the power. <laughs> so that's our episode. Um, if you could take away one thing from this episode, it would be me. It would be. <laughs> it would be that Sam is in fact the hero. And Sam's a Hero is playing July 13th, 2023 at the Riff House Pub for $10. So you can go see them play because they are amazing. And they are a local like, band. And That's if you like Audible ebooks, you cannot get a discount from the show. <laughs> we do not have Yet. a discount code for you. But you we may apologize. get a discount from Aaron with uh, 
What is it? Come on, come on, get in w, there. Quick, quick. W energy. There you go. Ten percent promo code blind eye. There you 10%. go. There you go. That's our that's our first promo code. Good job, team. This was a great episode. Uh, stay tuned. Next week, we are diving into one of my favorite characters of all time. I am so excited that we are going to jump John into McClane. Indiana Jones. Because oh. the Dial of Destiny comes out next week. So next week, we'll be doing Indy before we jump into the Harry Potter month. Guys, thank you very much for listening. Aaron, thank you very much for joining us and being a part of the show uh, outside of being Force Ghost Aaron. I 100% <laughs> hey, thought you were going to... I thought your fun. favorite character was Tinkly Winkly. <laughs> From the Teletubbies. All right, guys. That's it. <laughs> Goodbye. All right. See yeah.